Hello humans, hello humans. Today's the 16th. Oh, my watch is wrong. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to talk about strategy and tactics and chains. Chains are cool. I use a lot of those in boats. You put them on anchors and that kind of thing. It's an interesting invention when you think about it making a rope out of metal uh, for a bunch of different reasons but anyway um, so people were disappointed that um, at, at this big level that Trump came out and said blah 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 I'm running for office and uh, <laughs> they just you know the kids just have never been through a real war and they don't understand what's going on and this is like um, truly the war to end all wars, uh, not like World War I. Uh, this is a huge informational war. It's um, global. Every country is affected. All organizations are affected. Money is affected. You know, this is the, the big enchilada. Um, and so people, they, I guess they expected Trump to come on out and start uh, laying out fact, you know, like it's a fact that, you know, Obama's a criminal and here's why, and Bush and all this other stuff, right? And so uh, what Trump did was he was playing them. They expected to have to um, go into major damn denial mode and uh, they got prepared. And so they got Obama and Bush, right? the uniparty. So the demo, uh, I guess that would be a demacoblian. Anyway, <laughs> Republic cats. Um, they got together. The, the uh, party structures decided they had to go against Trump's disinformation because they expected him to come on out and spew out all this information that they've trapped uh, in the uh, and captured in the last election, and so these fuckers know they cheated. Uh, you know the um, the uniparty, the deep state. They know they're cheating. They also know they're being watched as they cheat, and they can't figure out uh, why uh, that why it hasn't been brought up at, at an officialdom level, like at a Trump level. It's just out there burbling around on the internet, and it's just a continual low grumbling in, in all the language, but they can't figure out why he has not addressed this issue. And so they thought he was going to. They thought he was going to have, you know, maybe they thought there'd be military people there, but they for sure thought that he would be rolling out, like, uh, real evidence, you know? And he didn't. He just said, hey, y'all, running for president, you know, support me, come on out and, and do stuff. And um, and so it just like took the wind out of uh, Obama and Bush, made them look like assholes. So Trump was yanking their chains, right? They got little chains probably tied to their peckers. And he just yanks on those things and they react. And they reacted, but not against what he was doing. So they look like idiots, right? And so they get it all set up. They're making a pre-announcements. They're going to come on out with this major, major... Uh, you know, policy speech by the combined deep state operation of uh, the Obama-Bush uh, against disinformation, the evilness of disinformation. And it's like, well, 
you know, that was a wet noodle, you know, uh, a deflating balloon. There was just no there there. And so, uh, yet again, as I say, Trump was pulling on their chain. And so there's chains of activity that are going to be like this that will be interlocked. So uh, we've set up one now. We've got um, the deep state uh, trying to figure out uh, what Trump and the uh, Trumponians are going to do. And they're also trying to make their own moves. And they're also trying to uh, respond to the counter moves of their enemies, which is all of us guys. And they're rather impacted by the um, activity of all of us guys who are not Trump. So that's something they hadn't really expected was that uh, there would be this, um, what do we say? It's not a groundswell yet, but it is a, an active resistance, right? So we're partisans. Um, we're, we're the, the French resistance fighters, we're the Italian resistance fighters, uh, you know, we're the Paisano with the um, AK-47, uh, you know, hiding up in the hills to just shoot that one bullet to take out that one tire on the German staff car right at that corner where he won't be able to make that curve and he goes plunging over to his death into um, uh, the sea, right? <laughs> so it's, it's just that kind of a thing. Um, so we have to understand that, all right, so this is a war. It's an information war. It's going to be long. It's going to be ugly. It's going to trash your emotions if you let it. That's a big if you let it. Because you're in charge of your emotions. Nobody else, right? You're in charge of how you react to them and all of this kind of stuff. You're in charge of the expectations you set up for those emotions that create the emotions. And uh, there you go. So basically, it's your damn fault. Now, uh, true, circumstances are going to move you no matter what. And so um, uh, Trump and his people, they're working strategies. You know, they're out there yanking uh, uh, the chains on Bush and Obama's peckers, making them react, you know, making them little marionettes, marionettes. Uh, but they're not the only ones involved in this war. They have their role and we all have our roles. And we're all sort of starting to play it now. So now the American Revolutionary War lasted eight years of fighting and arguably an additional three years getting ready to fight. So this is the kind of thing that we're looking at. You know, you may well be doing this kind of crapola a decade from now. That's just the way it's going to be. This is the war. And it's like, um, uh, what was that? Uh, you know, when, they, uh, when the Emperor in Star Wars is fighting all these guys, we see it compressed and all of that into, uh, you know, what? Two-hour movie? Two and a half hours, maybe? So everybody has an expectation that events happen, and then blah, 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 more events, and then... The, the final denouement, the, the, the zenith of the, the show, the, the peak of the activity, and then everybody goes home. And it's, it's not quite like that in, in real life. So uh, we're in a major, major transformative period. There are 100,000 year cycles, Mankolovich cycles they're called, 
that are completing or changing or cycling through here on Earth, right? Like physical cycles, uh, weather and all this kind of thing, solar radiation, etc. That that's accounting for this um, extraordinary level of change that we are not used to relative to our environment. So there's all these cycles that are com completing that way. But we're also completing a uh, one-twelfth of a 25,920-year cycle, which is the movement of all of humanity into the age of Aquarius. Uh, all of these cycles are involved in our war. We can't help it because we can take advantage of them or we can be impacted by them uh, negatively as we go along. This is happening already. And so, uh, so my thing is, we're dealing with strategy people, uh, we're dealing with tactics, and one of the key elements of your strategy is should be uh, to control your emotional responses to all the shit that's going on. And understand that whatever the hell is happening now, and whatever the um, uh, emotional waves that are affecting you, this too shall pass. It is inevitable that it pass. It is inevitable that this all this stuff changes. And no, we're not near the end yet. In fact, we've barely even started. Maybe we're at the beginning. Maybe we've actually started the beginning. Uh, we won't know for a few years. You only see this shit by looking backward. So as I say, we don't know where we are in this war. We only, we'll only find out when it's over. And we can't tell when that will be. It's basically when our enemy gives up uh, or is killed and eliminated. Many of them will not give up. They know they can't give up. They can't afford it. And we won't give up, so we will prevail uh, because there's more of us. And so basically all wars are wars of attrition uh, where you, you know, grind the bastards down and when they haven't got anything left to throw at you, then you just go and mop it all up and decide how you're going to deal with things. So this war is no different than all other wars in that regard, even though it's informational. This war, by the way, people are dying. Look at all the people that are dying from the vax. That was an informational weapon that was uh, activated and used by the powers that be, by the deep state, and it has killed. We do not know how many people just yet, okay? We do know that it's now over something over 67,000 um, Millennials have died, and uh, that is staggeringly huge. It'll get much higher than that. We will have we will have more deaths uh, in the millennial uh, age group. Well, all, across all of humanity because of the vax. Uh, we're just uncertain at this stage as to uh, the full extent of it all. We'll find out when the war is over, and we look back and say, "Wow, look how many people we lost." You know. So this is a real war. People are dying from this shit. And uh, we got to wrap our heads around this, that no one is going to move their strategy and tactics to accommodate your emotional response. And so I don't think any of us are really sorry, so to speak. I mean, I don't have any, um, any of those kinds of emotions relative to the misunderstanding that so many people had as to what was going to go on with Trump. So now Trump is masterful. Um, he played the deep state. He, he played them, he hooked them, 
he um, uh, got that hook set, he gave him some line, let it, let him run, he reeled him in a little bit, gave him some more line, let him run a bit, and then uh, set that hook really well and started reeling him in. And uh, so he's playing them. Now, you guys are in the water with all this action going on. I'm certain that uh, Trump and his people are aware that you guys are in the water because I see them doing things to um, that take you into account. So I know that he uh, that his actions were quite deliberate, and I also know that he and his people knew that there would be this ex this um, level of expectation. They did not dampen it down, although they were very factual. Because see, now they're playing the other side, right? So they're actually saying. Uh, they're setting the other side up to make moves, and that's what we're watching here. So it, it's a question of um, uh, feints, right? So what Trump did was to telegraph by his body movements that he was going to throw a um, a hook, a right right cross hook at the deep state. And they saw that right, right hook coming at them. Knew it was gonna. They thought it was gonna be aimed at their face, and uh, they prepared for it. And they reacted. And so Obama and Bush got out there and started strutting their stuff as the um, the stooges for the Uniparty. And uh, hey, it was a big, as I say, you know, wet noodle. You know, a deflating balloon. There was no there there. There was nothing for them to. To, you know, it's disinfo that he's running, you know, and so they have been left in this weird position. Now, you also have to look at it this way as well. They now know, just in this last episode, that the tactics have changed, that they're being put out there to deliberately react. So they fainted in terms of F-E-I-N-T. It was a faint. It was a fake uh, telegraphing of the of the uh, right hook, and instead uh, they delivered a uh, mild uh, punch to the body, and so the enemy is left wondering, basically, uh oh, what the fuck's going on? Because um, they they now know they made idiots of themselves. They now know that they reacted prematurely, and they also now know that that punch was deliberately pulled. So they're wondering, what the fuck's coming up next? Now here's their problem. From now on, they're going to have to assume that there is some potential in every uh, punch thrown by Trump that this is another uh, fake attack, right? That it's another feint, that it's another um, uh, head fake. And so they're going to have to stop. So that right there instantly influences all their decisions because they're going to have to stop and analyze the probability that it actually is a fake. And then they're going to have to devise multiple plans. How to deal with it as a fake if it shows itself to be a fake. How to deal with it if it's real, if it shows itself to be real. And how to deal with whatever else may be thrown or placed there if it is indeed a fake. So uh, the bad guys have this uh, operation. And when, when Dr. Evil gets the, the main evil idea, he puts it on a conveyor belt 
and it's taken down through all of Dr. Evil's organization, and it stops at every level in the evil organization, and at every level, they pile on to that evil idea. They say to themselves, okay, if Dr. Evil is going to do this strategy, how do we in this organization add things to the strategy that won't um, uh, affect his strategy, but that will aid us in what we want to do at our level? You know, um, uh, financing, you know, or, or whatever else they've got going. And they just want to pile it all on. Uh, basically, never let a, a, a good crisis go to waste. Well, now they know that um, uh, Trump and the uh, Paisanos, Trump and the resistance, also plays this game. And that we're going to get a, um, a, a compounding effect from all of the people that are playing this game and that now have to react this way. So. The deep state, deep state's going to start. Uh, every one of their actions is going to have a little bit of a hesitation lag in it now because they're not sure if it's uh, basically how to react. Right? They don't. As a fighter, they're not sure it's really going to be a punch so much as a distraction, and so they have to deal with it as a distraction, uh, and and hope basically it's not a real punch if they decide they're going to deal with it as a as a feint, and. Um, they're going to be looking for the real punch to come from somewhere else. But this makes them very vulnerable. First, it adds a level of hesitation to all their actions from this point forward, and then they'll never know if it's a feint within a feint. So uh, a really good fighter can come on up and twitch his shoulder in a particular way and, and suggest to your mind that he's going to throw a, um, a right, right cross, right? And, uh, and so you'll think that he's going to throw that right cross, but he didn't really put a lot of effort into it. And at one level, your brain is going to say, that's the feint. And then that good fighter that's attacking you, after he had fainted into the right cross, making you think that he's going to do a, um, uh, a left uppercut to the jaw instead. And so you're just starting to look at the left uh, hand to see what it's going to be doing as he then, in that... Um, little millisecond of a of time then adds all that power back into that right cross and you'll never see that fucker coming because you you literally are turning your head away from it as it's getting ready to smack you in the side of your temple and lay you down it's, it's a you know there's there's nuance right this is sophistication uh this is art there in my opinion okay so there's um i've done martial arts for uh, since I was, uh, basically since I was a little over 10. So I've been doing them, uh, you know, shit, 60 years. Um, anyway, in the martial arts, all the people that do the martial arts, I, I, it's probably a pretty safe bet to say that all of us guys, and it's not really ego per se, we all think of the martial arts as being the top of the art pyramid. That there is no art, uh, static or dynamic, on this planet that is more engaging, involves more of the essence of what it is to be human than the martial arts, for a lot of reasons. And we can go into that and, and argue those at the end of the war here, right? But, uh, so, we all think that the martial arts, those guys that, that do it, 
we think this is the epitome of human activity that you don't get any more uh, pointed and, and uh, affecting and uh, altering art form than the martial arts. Now, bear in mind, um, Ars Gratia Artis, the, um, the motto for one of the movie companies, right? Uh, the artists are, are grateful uh, to art, but in the martial arts, um, there's this, this sort of this other understanding where we all recognize that you are changed by your art. That once you enter into it, you're never, ever, ever going to be the same. You'll never come out the same. It's not possible to back it out. And that's just the way of the planet. And so that is also true of war. You can't just start a war and then say, oh, oh, well, you know, forget about it, guys. Let's not do that now. It just doesn't work that way. So here we are not working that way and getting our um, changes in line with what's going on relative to uh, larger forces. So uh, basically, the thing is that all of the war is going to affect you. None of the war is designed for you or responding to you at this point directly. It may later on, which may be good or may be bad, <laughs> and we'll find out. Anyway, so just a, um, uh, just a quick note here that, you know, you've got to be in control of your emotions. You've got to look at this as, you know, we're still going to be doing this next year. We'll still be doing this three years from now. Uh, even as we win, it will take us a long time, five years, 10 years, to uh, sort out what has occurred, who did it, assign blame, and start working on um, applying that. It, it's not quick, it's not easy, and it's not going to be over anytime soon. Let's sort of like, um, my, my sort of my message is, you know, manage your expectations. We got a long road here. Time to get up, put your pack on, put your hat on, start marching. <laughs>